In honour of the Euros, which is a ball-kicking tournament which is happening right now, we thought we'd try a jam for one of our continental partners, a country from whom we have not yet tried a whiskey from. Country known for delicious wine and delectable food. That's right, we're taking a trip across the channel to get frisky with some French whiskey. Still to play, rejoins-moi pour boire du whiskey de France. Lebron, Curve Special, Single Malt, French Whiskey. And we're doing booze round. <laughs> amazing! Mate, that's amazing. Retrouvez-nous sur les ressorts social at Whiskey and Things podcast on Instagram and eh, at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and eh, Twitter. And it would also help if you rate, <laughs> reviewed, or subscribed, or all three on your English-speaking and French-speaking podcast platforms. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. You're listening to Whiskey and Things with Nick Kent and Dave Giles. Welcome to episode 67. I am Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. Welcome to the Whiskey and Things podcast. It is 13 minutes past noon on Monday for us. So uh, remember to give ourselves a bit of a slap around the face to get a bit of energy. Yes, yes. I haven't just woke up, but Nick, I did have two gigs this weekend. So, so which I. is crazy. Which is crazy. Did you get the real life gigs? I know, I know, I know. Real life gigs. And I about? woke up yesterday morning and was so sore. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the post the same. gig ache. I completely yes. forgot about. It's like, oh man. What I'm, part of your body ache, Dave? Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was my right forearm. My fingers and my right forearm, because I hadn't played bass for two hours straight for 18 months. My my right forearm was killing me, Um, but it was nice to get out and play. Kind of a socially distanced wedding I did on a Saturday. Um, Same. Yeah. So it was pretty chilled, but it was nice to get out and play. So there we go. uh, Yeah, it's kind of a nice way to ease in, because I think if if it was a full-blown wedding Mm. where everyone's going nuts... And, and therefore, you're going nuts. I think the aches would have been even more. Like, at least it gives us a chance to ease in, like, get some fitness back before yeah. throwing ourselves in at the deep end. Yeah, I loved a headbang at a wedding. My neck would have been killing me. <laughs> Love a headbang. Living on a prayer. Oh, hold me back. It's true. Seriously. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Anyone seen American Idiot? You know, how I perform oh on my stage God. That's what I do at weddings. Seriously. Yeah. No. I don't understand how you headbang though, Nick, because I've tried headbanging once or twice in my life and it hurts my head. Like, you, I can feel my brain hit the side of my head and yeah. it hurts, so I don't do it. And you really, like, whip your head that's back the, and forwards. Well, that's the thing. You need to have long hair to do it. Long hair is a plus because you have to move your head very slightly and then that's where the whip comes from. You know, when I went to New Zealand, I'd, I'd cut my hair off. You know, I'd been doing the whole tour with this long hair, which was making headbanging easily. And then I'll cut it off and then suddenly there was nothing to whip around. So to get the big movement, I had to make even more of a movement and I got lots of headaches. <laughs> yes, dementia is coming, Nick. <laughs> sorry to sorry reveal that to you. Sorry, I'm sorry to reveal that to you. But yes, uh, yes you've you know, set yourself up for a, for a quiet decline. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, that took a turn. It did. <laughs> Should we have a drink? <laughs> yeah, it's nearly gone right. past 12. Let's have a bit of whiskey. Awesome. Frisky. Oh, there it is. We haven't had a we haven't had a cork in a while, have we? 
We haven't. So this is uh, what we're going to be drinking today is a French whiskey in honour of the Euros. Hang um, on, where's, where's the where's the uh, where's the format gone, Dave? What's the format? No, gone? we do we do all the chat about it later on. Oh, we do, don't we? I forgot about that. Give me that. Don't give me all that. I was expecting to do my big thing. Fine. This week's whiskey. We'll do full tasting notes later, no, but we'll just so later. you know. We'll do that later. No, we'll do all it right, later. All right, okay. Right, all right. Ooh. All right. I'm just right. confused. Nick, what you have to remember is that you and I haven't done one of these on our own since we changed how we did it. That's the issue we've got here. That's why I'm confused. We I don't have a format. pouring a whiskey. I oh, know we don't have a format anymore. We don't have a format. Anyway. Yeah, how, how does that smell? It's different, Very, isn't it? It is different. So this is it's Bren. I think I've no idea how how you pronounce it. B R E double N E. I have researched that, and yes, you are correct. It's Bren. Bren, yeah. French single malt whiskey, the Curve Speciale. Um, not survey, like Cervi. Oh, you've 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 spelt it two different ways on my samples. Right, it's, it, it's <laughs> on the bottle. It's C U V E E. Okay, one of these you put an R before the V. Curve, because yeah. I really wanted it to be Curve. Curve, Curve, Curve Speciale. But yes, this Curve or Curve, we're going to be. Um, Talking about Nose our notes later on and talking about a bit Drinking about it. Drinking it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we just figured it's the Euros are going on, so we might as well try European whiskey. Yeah. We nearly and, uh, did a Swiss whiskey today. We had a choice of two. And it's funny that France and Switzerland are both playing each other tomorrow, I think. Are they? I think they are, yeah. Right. But we went with a French one because we thought they had a better football team. And it'll be funny we if th- this yeah, goes out and they've lost and to Switzerland. Switzerland win. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, oh my I God. Can. Yeah, we nearly did the Langutan. It will all be our fault. We will have jinxed it. Holland are out. Oh, sorry, the Netherlands are out. Um, Portugal are out. You know, there's been some uh, upsets. I don't think Portugal losing to Belgium is an upset. Well. Belgium are the number one ranked team in the world. But a lot of people were <laughs> expecting... Okay. Yeah, but they were the defend, <laughs> defending champions though, Dave. Yeah, but it's not an upset. Well, it's a bit of an upset for the for the Portuguese, anyway. They were they were in a group with France and Germany, <laughs> and they, I mean they were gonna like it's amazing they got as far. Anyway, anyway, it's a stupid tournament this year without the fact that everyone could go through the group stage. Pointless. Well, it's getting exciting now because, it. as you say, big teams are going out. Yes. Um, it's it's fun. Anyway. Anyway. So we're drinking French whiskey. Yeah. Which frisky you have never done before. Nope. We're having a bit of frisky. I got this. This was in the, 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 the now infamous advent calendar my mum got me, um, and I thought it was the best thing I've ever tasted. Interesting. So I bought a bottle. Yeah, wow, that is a, uh, an it's a statement, isn't it? It's an endorsement. That is a statement. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll talk more about it later. I've had a little bit since. And I'm not so sure it is the best thing I've ever tasted. I just mm. think that the single dram I had of it was so different from anything else I tasted. I got excited about it. Yeah, we like different and, things, don't we? And I stand by that, but it's not... It's not my favourite ever, okay. but it is. A de- it's definitely different, and I like that it's different. Anyway, Sweet. Nick, what we do today? We've got yeah, some yeah, booze yeah. round. Have we? Booze round. Booze round. Booze round. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, you know, I've done a bit of research, found some bits which have been happening. We haven't done booze round in a little while. We haven't. I thought we'd start with the the Bimba stuff, which is going on. Did you get your Bimba Club? members email this month i i did i did yeah. it was very dramatic it was dramatic i thought we'd just touched on it a little bit people aren't aware bimber are a distillery based in london they do a lot of kind of limited special releases the latest one being the spirit of the underground which is a, a collection of whiskies named after london underground stations with special artwork and stuff 125 quid a bottle very nice um 
And <laughs> remember a few months ago, Dave, they released the port cask finish and some people were quite annoyed that they weren't able to get hands on one. Remember yeah. that? And there was a bit yeah, and it, was, it wasn't a Bimba Club special or anything like that. It was no. just a general release. And some people were kind of disappointed and they kind of got a bit negative online um, with abusive language and stuff directed towards staff members of Bimba, etc. I think I think we spoke about that with we spoke about that with uh, Anthony and Nicky, didn't we? We did, yeah. And apparently, it seems to have happened again. Unfortunately, oh. yes. Uh, <laughs> from the members' letter this June, they said, "Unfortunately, this release also resulted in a sizable number of individuals attempting to circumvent both our systems and our policies in an attempt to obtain more bottles. You're only allowed one. Essentially, they're trying to limit it so people only get one." And more saddenly, the fair amount of aggressive and unacceptable behaviour directed towards our staff. So I just don't get that at all. It's disappointing, isn't it? I don't, like, you're disappointed, you're, disappointed you're having bought a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Okay. Why be abusive? Yeah. Like, there's been plenty of times in life I've not been able to get something I wanted, be it tickets for a show or whatever, something sold out. And you, 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 you grump, you go, oh, God, that was annoying. Yeah. You wouldn't then direct that at anyone, would you? Like, what? What? No, it's not acceptable at all. And then they're kind of now putting some rules, Bimba, because they're annoyed about it, and rightly so. For, well, for the underground specials, there's basically now they've got a bunch of bottles which they haven't sold in that original batch, basically. They cancelled, my understanding is they cancelled some orders that came through. Yeah. uh, And refunded them because they realised that someone had bought two bottles or more. Yes. There's that. So they're basically, they're putting in a ballot system now. So on all future limited and special Bimba releases, they'll be doing a weighted ballot system to be able to purchase a bottle. Now this might help club members that might be happy about this because if you're going for the ballot, um, Bimba founders, um, one entry is worth five chances to get your hands on the bottle. Bimba club members, one entry is worth three chances and the general public just get one chance. So it's maybe a bit more chance to get a bottle if you are a Bimba Club. And that's a, that's a bonus. We didn't pay for that. No. No, we get a one bottle a year. It wasn't our remit when we joined the club. We paid our lifetime membership for 40 quid, which is ridiculously cheap, and that guarantees us a bottle of Bimba every year, a special bottle of Bimba every year. Yeah. This is something they've added on, and, and I I think they've been very generous here to they club members. very generous. It's, yeah. it's only 40 quid we paid, and we also got some new make and some glasses and a sample of other stuff. I don't think they owed this to us by any chance. No, not as, at all. As consumers. Yeah. So, I'll yeah, take it. I'll take it, Nick. Oh, but I don't think I owed it to us. I'll take it, but I'm not even going to go in for it for £125 a bottle. I'm not in a position uh, to spend that. Unless, unless Nick, they, they release one that's called Acton Town. I, I was thinking about that earlier. <laughs> Would you go if for they the Acton Town? This, I want the Acton Town one. I mean, at the moment, they've just done, was it, Oxford Street, Baker Street, Paddington, or something, something like that. Like There's that. Four, four pretty well-known stations. But ones. yeah, when they get to the dregs of the station, so I'm, I'm, I'll be in for turn them clean, clean mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> turn them clean. Oh, the infamous dry cleaners by Turn them Green Station. Everyone, <laughs> turn them clean. But you know there'll be certain certain maps, smaller tube stations. I would, I'd like the set of Acton ones: North Acton, West Acton, South Acton. They, you know, I give me give me all the Actons. I'd love that. But no, the one I want is Stanmore, the one you fall asleep and end up at, at the end of the Piccadilly, <laughs> or the end of the uh, whichever line it is, the grey one. I've ended yeah. up in Stanmore a few times. But anyway, <laughs> also, Bimba are, cl- are clamping down on flipping as well. 
So, um, anyone found flipping their bottles defined as being resold within 12 months of purchase, they will be ineligible to enter any future ballots. So, they're trying to crack down on that, which I think is interesting. Yeah, what do you think about that, Dave? Because it's yours, you're kind of free to do what you want with it, but, of course, you'd rather people were drinking it and enjoying it rather than trying to earn a bit of money off it. Yeah, I mean, if I want to sell it, the likelihood is I'm, I'm going to hold it for longer than a year anyway. Hmm. Yeah, like, I think some people were buying it, waiting until it sold out, and then trying to up the price a bit quite soon, which uh, is disappointing. It, it will still have its value a year on. Yeah, we'll see what so happens with that. I, I, think, I, think, I think that will stop some people doing the early, do- early day flipping uh, when there's still hype. I don't know. But I, I, I don't, you know, if someone's really buying it to sell, I don't know if that detracts them too much from doing that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe um, it might set a bit of a precedent that people are getting a bit annoyed about it. Um, yeah, in the industry, as it were. But yeah, so there we go. That's Bimba clamping down. Right yeah, so. the ballot thing overall doesn't bother me. I've seen people get annoyed with ballots, but I think I think it's a fair way of doing it on the whole. Because you get people who can't sit online at 10am when something is released because they're at work anyway. Yeah. So I think a ballot does enable a fairer system, yes. in my mind. It's less stressful um, as well. If, yeah, you know, you exactly. In, then you get told, you've won. Great. And I'll go online, I'll purchase. Fantastic. Exactly. If you don't, better luck next time. Exactly. But yeah, the 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 thing, the real concerning thing for me in that email was the abuse. I just don't get it. Mm. I just don't get it. Like I've had grievances with companies before, and I've sent I've sent some emails expressing anger at what's happened, but not abusive emails. Yeah. <laughs> like what the hell are people doing if they're sending abusive emails? And not because not because I'm disappointed that I haven't got something. Mm. Like my grievances have normally been because something's broken straight away as soon as I've got it or I've yeah. not received a refund for something. You know, you know it's like proper grievances, yeah. not I'm a spoiled little child, give me the whiskey. I think I don't think it's just emails and stuff here. Another part of it here was we will not tolerate any aggressive or abusive behaviour, including if you fail to acquire a particular bottle. This includes verbal abuse and persistently unrealistic demands with emails, phone calls and PMs to our staff. Personal messages. So people have gone yes. a bit further than that, which is sad. But anyway. Spoiled child syndrome, though. That's exactly what, what I just said, isn't it? Yeah, I, want, I want the whiskey. Give me the whiskey. Whiskey? Anyway, should we move on? Yes. Is there other news? you got other news for me? Yeah. Gordon and McPhail, the independent bottler. The really famous independent bottler, yes. They are the one of the oldest. Yeah. Been going for 125 years. No. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. Um, but they're to release the oldest Scotch whiskey ever bottled. Later this year, the previous no way. yeah previous record was held by the Macallan with a seventy-two-year-old that went for about sixty grand. I don't think that's even what it went at auction. I think sixty grand was the list price. I think the first right. one went for a lot more. Don't take my word for that. I was trying to Google googling earlier most expensive whiskey ever, and there's just so much that comes up, and there's all different yeah. stuff. And it's noon. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, anyway, this one, <laughs> Gordon and McPhail, I'm going to call them G&M from now on, um, filled their bespoke cask with spirit from the Glenlivet Distillery back in February 1940. And 80 years later, February 5th, 2020, they decided it was time to bottle it and uh, sell it on, make a bit of buck. 
which uh, for charity actually, which I'll go into later on. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's being released as part of their Generations range and it's going to be 250 decanters on sale. So it's going to be in some kind of fancy bottle thing oh. then, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, the, the decanter, uh, to mark the occasion, G&M have collaborated with internationally acclaimed architect and designer, Sir David Ajay, OBE. Um, he'll be designing the decanter in case. Yes, to house the whiskey, and that will be revealed in September. Um, decanter number one will be auctioned at Sotheby's in early October, and the proceeds will be donated to the award-winning charity Trees for Life, whose mission Fancy. is to rewild the Caledonian forest. Nice. That's great. Love that. And that's going to go for a fortune, isn't it? So that's yeah, it's great. Going to go Good. for a fortune. Here's the thing, though, Nick, with old whiskies, and, we, and we've talked about this, 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 this goes into a whole debate about Johnny Walker Blue as well, that things like this are more expensive, but there's no guarantee that it's actually any good, right? Just because something's old doesn't mean, actually mean it's good. Do, do we have any inclination as to whether this is going to be any good? Are they are they excited about it? Or is this just, yeah, I mean, they're not going to say it's bad, is it? But do you think that this is just going to be a status symbol whiskey? Or do you think it was likely to be any good? I think this is going to be all right. The guys at Gordon McPhail, they waited for it to be ready. And they've decided 80 years is, is when it's, it's good. I'm thinking any more, it's going to take... Well, Trying to think, I'll just about to say any more. Maybe there's too much oak in the flavour. Jesus Christ, <laughs> there's going to be oak in the flavour. It's going to be in there after eighty years. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to spoil I, it. Um, I suppose it's different when you've got an independent bottler doing this than when you've got a distillery doing it. A distillery may have just forgotten they had a, a cask and found an old cask. But right, yeah, an independent bottler are probably keeping more track on what stocks they've got and and, and tasting it and. Yes. Potentially, potentially, especially if they've got a, a barrel from a, or a cask from a, from one of the bigger distilleries like Glenlivet, right? Yeah. No, I think these guys, you know, these guys know what they're talking about, and they wouldn't sell it if it wasn't. But then who's going to open it? But yeah, the thing is, there's a, a few bottles. Point. Someone might be able to buy two. You know, there's plenty of people in the world that top one percent who can buy two, open one, and then uh... depends, mate, because it might be uh, might be sold via a ballot where there's only <laughs> one. <laughs> one bottle available per person and they might not be able to resell it for over a year so that's true that's true you know yeah <laughs> but yes um links to that bottle will be in the uh, description as well any yeah. idea on the base price of this yet no so it's just a story at the moment we haven't, haven't just got details on no. it yeah we'll find out later in the year yeah i'm looking forward to seeing that yeah me too i was wondering like someone must be holding out for a hundred years just to uh, just to be able to have done. Oh it. yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it, w- it wouldn't be surprised if if, if Gordon McFall have, have oh, definitely. got that on the go. You know, yeah. they've been around 125 years. Surely they might. If they've held something 80 years, surely yeah. they've got another cask somewhere. <laughs> imagine if they like do it for 100. Like we've ruined this. We're going to have to finish it. Oh, or yeah. something. <laughs> Get a tequila. Where's that tequila barrel we've been putting? Yeah. Oh my god. Here's, here's a hundred-year-old whiskey finished in rum casks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen to us, Nick. Listen to us. When we talk like that, it makes me laugh so much. Why? You know, because episode one, we wouldn't have had a clue what we were talking about. Maybe you know, we it's still great. Don't. One man who does know what he's talking about. Oh yeah, story. Charles McLean. What a link! What a link that was, Did you Nick. Like that? Yeah, oh, what a segue. Sublime. Glad we did the classy thing and not draw attention to that. Um, you didn't. I did. <laughs> I was very proud of you, Charles McLean. Um, he's been appointed MBE uh, in the Queen's Birthday Honours list. 
Now, um, a lot of people probably know him by face. If you've watched any whiskey documentary ever, um, probably, is the posh-sounding gentleman with an epic tash. Do you know the guy I'm talking about? Potentially. <laughs> Google him now. And you'll be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Of course yeah. I know the guy. There right. we go. Yeah, absolutely. See, he's, been, he's on every, he knows his stuff. He's uh, one of the most respected Scotch whiskey writers around. Um, yeah, and he's been made an MBE. I didn't know this Which, because, yeah, MBE stands for member I know, of the most I know this. No, 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 no. I know this. I know this. Excellent adventure. What? Yeah. <laughs> that was what I was going to say. It was, it was the many British adventures, isn't it? Adventures. <laughs> That's what it stands for. Is it? No. <laughs> I was going to make something up, but you, right. you stopped me. I was going to say... Uh, it means Michael bites English people. I don't know. Right. I was going to let, I just wanted to have a game with it, Nick, but you, you ruined it by coming in with the answer straight away. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just reading the, reading the booze round. Right. He's become an MBE. Yeah. Right. So a whiskey writer has become an MBE. What could that MBE stand for? We should, let's give him our own MBE. <laughs> <laughs> There, is a, there isn't an obvious one, is there? There isn't an obvious whiskey acronym that could be MBE because it's not got D or a W. Monstrous blending entrepreneur. <gasps> oh, there it is. Charlie McLean has become a monstrous blending entrepreneur. He's been, a, he's, <laughs> yeah. yes, he's there been appointed go. that role by the Queen. Beautiful. Yes, services to Scotch whiskey. <laughs> UK exports and charity is why he's been made a monstrous blending entrepreneur. <laughs> By the Queen. <laughs> yes. yes. 69 what, years old. What does old. it really mean, Nick? What does it really mean? Member of the most excellent order of the British Empire, which seems like what a lot more words for MBE. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. yeah, and the B is before the... Oh, no, excellent. Right. Right. Brilliant. It's weird, isn't it? All that. Would if would you take one if you were offered one? Um. Yeah, probably. It's not going to happen. But uh, I know some I people have like turned it down, haven't they? I wouldn't. I don't think I'd take it. No. Not even just for the parties you might be be invited to? Nah. No. Nah. I get to meet David Beckham. Or a rugby player. But if I go to a party with David Beckham, he's going to want me to drink Hague Club. (laughs) No thanks. I don't think think David Beckham even likes Hague Club. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's apple juice in the the advert, isn't it? (laughs) Definitely apple juice. Anyway, congratulations, Charlie. Yes, Charlie congratulations. McLean. When things get offered, it's normally because they've done good things. And as you say, this is with his work for charitable organisations and public service. But yeah, congratulations from us. I'm sure that will mean a lot to you. I'm sure that will get through to you as well. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone we know has him in a WhatsApp group, congratulate him for us. Please. <laughs> and send a Matt Hancock meme at the same time. That would be appreciated. Um, yes. Anyway, does that wrap it up or have we got anything else? That's it for me, unless you've got any fun booze round stories, Dave. Don't know if I do, mate. No. Cool. Sorry. Jog on then, shall we? <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. You're listening to... Wh- I feel like I do have something. There was something I was going to find out. Something about our beaky that winning some like family business, business award or something like that. Our beaky? Our beaky won like best, best family business. I'm going to Google that. Looks like there aren't many great matches for your search. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, I found it. Arbeaky blog. The Arbeaky team are truly honoured to have won Scottish Family Business of the Year 
2021 in last night's virtual awards ceremony. I'm reading this from their own website. It was accepted by Ian Sterling, the founder of Arbiki Distillery. So there you go. I had, I did have some news. Nice. I don't think I've had Arbiki. I, either have I. But it came up somewhere and I thought it was interesting. Congratulations to them. Yeah, exactly. It's on the east coast of Angus, Arbiki. Oh, they make gin. They make vodka. Have I got the right one? The owners are, are three brothers, John, Ian and David. And they grew up working on working around the farm. There they are. The Sterling brothers. Family farm since 1660. Beautiful stills. You're looking at the pictures on their website, Dave. I am. Oh, I am. Beautiful stills. Look at those. Look at those. You can't because it's a podcast. I'll put a link in the description. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it looks like a great, it looks like a fantastic place. So uh, we'll have to go up there, Nick. Yes, like all the other ones we uh, need to well, go to. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They, they've got a Highland rye. Have you seen this? I have not seen this. Yeah. I like a rye. Highland rye, single grain Scotch whiskey, release two. It's 250 quid a bottle. Mm. That's expensive. <laughs> well, it's all relative, but, Dave. For some people, it's not. The, the, the normal Highland rye they've got on there is £130 a bottle. It's called the Highland Rye 1794. God, I, I really feel like we need to try this. Well, but, yeah. one of the uh, one of the brothers want to get in touch. To yeah, exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure if someone has one of them in a Discord or uh, in a WhatsApp group, please send them our regards and our congratulations on them winning that award and ask them if they want to come on the podcast. That would mean a lot. Anyway, I did have some news. I didn't think I did. Thanks. I thought I did. But there you go. There you go. I love the fact we're getting everyone else to do our networking now. It's fantastic. Well, might as well, mightn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we're very busy. Busy man. We had two gigs each this weekend, mate. Exactly. Knackered. Absolutely <laughs> exactly. knackered. Anyway, should we give our thoughts on this French whiskey? The frisky. We get frisky mm-hmm. with the whiskey. Let's do it. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. All right. French whiskey. Now, I didn't even know French whiskey was a thing until I had this over in Canada, and I was so like, what? What? Which one was it? Um, it was this one. I'm pretty sure it was no, this one. I mean, one. like, advent calendar. Oh, I don't know. Mum got it for me. Okay. It was Master of Malt, I guess. It was It okay. was the um, drinks by the dram bottles. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I think it was I think it was something to do with Master of Malt. What, what whiskey are we talking about, Dave? So this French whiskey is called Bren, the Curve Speciale. Oh, well, I thought you were leaving it till later on. <laughs> I did it earlier. You can just cut and paste it. Anyway. No, I'm not. This week's whiskey. Bren. <laughs> Savi, special, single malt, frisky, French whiskey. Frisky. Do we have an age statement for this, Nick? Not officially, but it's six to eight years this has been. Interesting. Yes. Um, yes. A- any idea on the wood or any of the... Any of the, the, the manufacturing process the distillation process i'll give you a bit of a background on on bren quite a cool little story um originally launched in 2012 by american entrepreneur allison park um and she collaborated with third generation cognac maker um at his family farm distillery in cognac so yeah it is it's 100 organic which is cool we like nice. that um, they call it a uniquely seed to spirit whiskey. So the barley was actually grown on that farm as well, which is pretty cool. It's double distilled in a copper alembic Charante still, which is normally used for cognac production. Um, so even the spirit 
actually tastes and smells very different to a lot of stuff. And also uniquely, it's matured in brand new limousine oak casks, then finished in cognac casks as well. They're the only whiskey to do this in the world. Ah, uh, which is why it is so different. Yes, it's very different. And the wood as well, like limousine, it's French oak um, from the limousine forests and stuff. So it's not like American oak, which is going to have a character. It's not like other sherry casks might have another character. This is brand new oak from a particular forest. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and as well, that cognac finish as well. So cognac's, mm. cognac's a cu- type of brandy, basically. Yeah. I've only had it once or twice. You had it much? I don't think I've ever had cognac, not knowingly. Mm. We, you and I, when we started trying whiskies from other regions, like when we had the Indian whiskey, when we had Swedish whiskey, we definitely said, and when we had English whiskey, we wanted it to be different. We didn't want them just to be making something that we're going to get from a Scotland distillery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this does that. This absolutely does that. Everything it's is nothing, French about it's, this. Everything. It's nothing. Yeah, exactly. There is to the point where, and I guess this is where it divides opinion, it tastes so unlike anything else I've had ever that you do start saying, is this whiskey? Yeah, it definitely is whiskey. I mean, uh, the, 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 the process is still the same, isn't it? So it's, it's whiskey, but it doesn't taste like any other whiskey you've ever had. It's down to the, yeah, I mean, it tastes different, not only because of the cognac finish, but the, the Chirante stills, they're a very yeah. different shape. Again, use, usually used for cognac. So there's, yeah, everything about this is very different to, you know, nor, um, like Scotch whiskey or American whiskey or anything else. Um, but it does taste very, very different. So, like, you know, on the nose, the thing that popped out for me earlier on when I had a quick sniff of the bottle, it, it smelled like tropical squash. Yes, to me. absolutely. Squash was exactly what I was going to say as well. Tropical squash, pineapple. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely squash all over this. You can probably get any kind of fruit squash. You're 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 smelling this, but tropical is a great one. Even just ribena, it it does have ribena qualities. On the palate, you're getting that tropicalness, but I'm getting like a bubble gum flavor, a banana, a banana, banana sweets, yeah, sweets, yeah. Also, but yeah, like hubba bubba, hubba bubba, hubba bubba. I'm enjoying it. It is different. It's so different, isn't it? And that's that's my point. It's I think it's one of those ones that's worth having on your shelf because if you've got someone coming over and you're having a whiskey night or you're having a, can have a couple of different drams and they think they've they've had everything and they're like, oh yeah, I've got I'm a bit of an expert. Hang Pull on. out this. Have oh, you ever this. had anything like this? Oui. Oui. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Uh, this is 40% ABV, uh, as we said earlier. Six to eight years. They also do a 10-year-old, which is limited to about, um, that, well, they only make four barrels of it a year. So there's only 300 cases uh, released each year of that one. Um, and be intrigued to find out what that one tastes like. Yeah, get an AB on that for sure. But yeah, I'm intrigued to know. I don't, I haven't done any research, Nick, and I'm not expecting you to have done either, on whether French whiskey is becoming a thing, on whether there are other companies doing stuff I know of this one because it was in an advent calendar. I didn't then look up to see if there are other French whiskies. Mm. Uh, my understanding from talking to when we spoke to Matt Hoffman from West, Westland, I, who the, the who are in the northwest of America, I remember him telling us that the French market was a big market for them. Mm. Well, yeah, France so, is a massive consumer, but they usually just buy the blends. Like I think it's the biggest Scotch uh, importer. I think it is because they love all their blends and stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. Single malts, no. Single malts, I think, is still America, but France, I think, are up there in terms of vo- um, volume. 
not price. Yeah, that's it. America are the biggest in price because they like the single malts uh, in terms of scotch. And uh, France is the biggest in volume because of all the blends they theme. They love. Mm, love it. They love a love blend. It. But yeah, I mean, I think there are because in the videos I was watching earlier on, um, Alison Park, the uh, founder of this company, said they wanted it to taste different from other French whiskies. Okay, so, so there believe, are there are other French whiskies out there. I'm sure there are a lot, yeah. I need to... Uh, yeah, go into that. Maybe we'll try try and get the 10 on and uh, we'll go into it a bit more. But um, I'm enjoying this. But it's had mixed reviews from people online. I think from people who want a normal whiskey, in which case... Well, yeah, if you're, buy if you're buying else. this expecting to taste it, taste like a Glenlivet, it's not going to. Yeah, um, I've got a few here taken from a popular online retailer. Got my sample. This was horrific. Worst whiskey I've ever tried. Half a star. <laughs> But then we have wow. another way. Absolutely unique. Don't judge it based on your understanding of scotch, etc. Enjoy it for what it is. There's nothing quite like it. Five stars. See? Nice. Person. Yeah, I agreed. I agree with agreed. that. Agreed. Um, an overly sweet drink tastes more like strawberry liqueur without any alcohol taste. No burn and no enjoyment at all. Half a star. I disagree with that totally. Yeah. It's definitely a burn. Definitely an alcohol burn. Yeah. Don't know where to get strawberry from. And uh, last one. This is like no other whiskey I've tasted. It's very different from all. Quite unique, in fact. When I tried it, I was expecting to say that she stick to making brandy, but it was quite superb and very different to scotch. Um, could be improved if they finished it at a higher ABV, say 48 or 50%, four stars. I think the 10-year-old is higher. I think that might be a 46. So right. they've done that. Fantastic. So if you're looking to explore what a whiskey is, this is right up your street. I'm enjoying it. It's got a bubblegummy, fruity... Pineapple sweetness. Sweetness? It's not as sweet as they're saying. No, even do I. I, I find don't, it quite I don't, dry. I, I write yeah. down here. Dry. Bit of tannin in there. So I'm guessing yeah. that French oak. From, from know, the cognac, that would be potentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's food. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. So yes. Um, price wise, what are we talking here? I think it's about 50 quid, isn't it? Range is 50 Bottle. to 55, depending on where you get it. Right. So, no, for a um, unique independent distiller. I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I agree. That I, but I remember not being dis, not being upset when I bought this with the price. Yeah, knowing that I'd had that sample and was so impressed with the sample I had. Um, but but yeah, I think the forty percent thing is an interesting conversation to have because I, I actually think it tastes stronger than that. Yeah, I think mm, there's a lot of flavour in here. There's there's a, there's so much flavour. Um, I don't think I don't think adding percentage is gonna completely change it too much i don't know there's enough flavor already (laughs) there's enough there's enough to get your palate going whether you're going to like it or not is is obviously up to the 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 beholder of uh or the taster um but yeah it's there's plenty in there there's plenty in there to 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 get you to get you going i do have a sweet tooth so it's no surprise i like this Mm. um i'm not getting yeah i really i really like it it's not overly sweet but it's sweeter yeah. But the thing is, you're thinking that this is like a new bottling, a new, relatively new brand. You're talk, talking 2012. So they're going to need to go down to 40% to uh, yeah. make a bit of a bit of a profit on it, really. So completely expecting that. And the 10-year-old is, you know, higher. So yeah, that option is there. I think it's interesting that for, for such a young company, they've already got, this is kind of their their core range, right? This is their yep. core spirit. They only um, do two. They only do two. And, and, yeah. and, so, so therefore, if you're going to have a core range with someone that's that that new and 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 as you say, so young, 
Um, it's got it's got to be forty percent, hasn't it? They've got to make that they've got to make that work for them. Um, and as and and it hasn't, in my opinion, it hasn't meant that they've given up any flavour because there's loads of flavour. Loads of flavour. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm glad you're impressed by this. Me too. I've actually uh, just poured my second dram. So yes, I'm enjoying this rather a lot. Um, it is a bit different. Yeah, there's that sweetie bubblegum thing, and I'm but well, I'm enjoying that. And if I think if I had given you this in a taste test and said, where is this? Which country in Europe is this from? I think you would have said France. You reckon? I think it tastes French. It's got something. There's something about it. I don't know. It just it just screams France to me. I don't know why. Is it from childhood holidays where you used to use bubblegum machines I, at, at campsites or like in? I have no machines? idea. I have no idea. But it just is. It's. It is frisky. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little bit frisky, Nick. Uh, I, yeah, this is this is what I really recommend. I've, I, I've been looking forward to you having this because uh, I've been I've, I've been excited about this since December. Um, yeah. Since I first got it, December. I had that little. Well, that's when I had the sample. I yeah. don't know when I then bought the bottle. Like, it was not long after. Uh, yeah, I think I was buying someone else a present and was like, well, screw it. I'm going to get myself that, that as well. Mate. Uh, earn it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, you're allowed to buy bottles. I bought a bottle of whiskey yesterday because I needed to buy another whiskey glass, and because the postage was nearly as much as the whiskey glass, I thought I might as well put a bottle of whiskey in there with it, you know, just to make the postage worth it. <laughs> what did you get? I got um, another Douglas Lane, uh, the Lowland Blended Malt uh, Epicurean. I want to say it's called. We didn't have that one, did we? No, we didn't. Uh, I'm intrigued to try it. We'll probably have that on a future show. But yes, I ordered that just to uh, make the postage worth it. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to pay five quid postage for a glass, you might as well get the yeah. most out of the five quid postage, yeah. right? The glass was only seven quid. Yeah. So, yeah, because that makes a, a glass very expensive. But then when you add, the, add another bottle of whiskey, suddenly that glass isn't as expensive. Exactly. Hey, it's, it's, I'm it's, smart. It's I'm very smart. prudent. Very I'm, prudent. Very good with your money. I'm, I'm enjoying. I didn't that. go overboard. Nearly went for the 10-year Rock Island or the 10-year uh, Scallywag, but I, I brought myself back. Thought I'd try a new one. From nice. Clever. Clever. Yeah. I'm smart. I'm smart. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, if anyone else has tried some French whiskey, we would love to hear from you. Either this or, an, or another brand. Please teach us about it uh, and let us know. But yeah, yeah, if you've not tried any, then I think this is a great one to seek out. Go do it. Do it. And... uh yeah, I wonder if France won last night against against Switzerland, in which case we should have, should have tried the Swisskey. Yeah. Uh, well, there we go. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Why they ever let two Englishmen have a whiskey podcast, I'll never know. Well, that's all we have time for this week, because I've got a place to be, and that's why we're doing it earlier. So we yeah, to wonder. Think- <laughs> he hasn't told me why to get up at seven this morning to start my <laughs> research. <laughs> <laughs> Text me yesterday. Can we do it? Like, uh, how early can you do it tomorrow? Is like, what time we start? What time are you thinking? It's like eleven or twelve. Yeah, I was hoping eleven, but you know, I I knew that might be pushing my luck, so I gave you the option for twelve. Was pushing your luck? Yeah, yeah. Bo- <laughs> researching booze round and a whiskey from France. Life eleven a.m. Complete new region. What? <laughs> Complete what? new region. <laughs> Complete new region. A different type of still. French words. <laughs> Absolutely Wait. no chance. You've done a great job. Thanks, done a mate. great job. But yeah, that is all we have time for. Don't forget, if you haven't already signed up to our Patreon page, please do, because we've got a live recording of a, our 75th show 
happening on July the 18th. And if you'd like to be part of that, uh, then all you've got to do is sign up before then. Sign up to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. Other and the other good things yeah. that you get from being part of that. So Live please shows do go are and so consider fun. it. It's just a big Zoom room of us chatting to each other. We obviously do the show and you can do little comments and stuff and it's fun. In future, there might be real Patreon live shows not just zoom ones yeah we're planning on that that was the original plan you know getting a venue of people in um yeah, and we plan absolutely. to do that at some point if we can do that for a hundredth show oh no, uh, wouldn't that be special wouldn't that be special that would be special nick but uh we'll give you news on that as we plan it as absolutely plan absolutely it. anyway nick i think the ages have had their share so have you dave so have you cheers, cheers. thanks for, for coming Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions.